0: My name is Randy, and welcome to this episode of Infotainment. This podcast is made possible through Quinn Martin Productions, wardrobe provided by Botany 500, and sponsored by Benson and Hedges Cigarettes. Five lucky downloaders of this episode will receive a complimentary box of rice the San Francisco treat. I will be your round mound of podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. This is the last stop podcast shop on your internet dial. So what is up on the podcast docket for today? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Minnesota Vikings versus the Buffalo Bills. I haven't really followed the NFL for a lot of... I was so upset when Brett Favre uh, was with the Vikings and messed up our chances against New Orleans. I watched this game. I was actually emotionally invested into. I was biting my nails on that through... I For the first half uh, I thought the bills was gonna lock that thing down, and it was not a prayer. But uh, by some otherworldly magic, uh, we kept into the into uh, the game and uh, some, that game had everything, two spectacular catches, interceptions, fumble in the end zone. Fantastic runs, just everything. I mean, if for some weird reason the Vikings don't get in the playoffs or they get creamed, I will consider that my Super Bowl. All of the talking heads, not all of them, but uh, most of them, were saying that was the game of the year, and I would uh, have to agree <laughs> that Justin Jefferson, he is a beast of a receiver. Kind of like shades of Randy Moss when he was with the Vikings. But here we thought uh, Stephon Diggs had made the ultimate amazing catch during the game. (laughs) Here comes Justin Jefferson taking the ball away from the Bills defender on that 4th and 18. Amazing. It is amazing they came through with that victory. And losing the ball in the end zone, oh man, they they thought, (laughs) the Bills fans thought they had won that when they stuffed uh, Cousins on that quarterback sneak, but uh, when you saw Josh uh, Allen uh, during his press conference, man, uh, he he was so despondent. (laughs) I mean, I guess expect that, but he even looked worse than I thought. He looked like he, I want to be anywhere else but here. And I can understand that uh, after losing a game like that. Maybe we should call that reception by Justin Jefferson the Immaculate Reception <laughs> too. <laughs> I don't know what the line was on the Vikings before the season started. At the sports book at Grand Falls Casino and Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. But uh, maybe a $100 bet on the Vikings to win wouldn't have been such a bad idea at this point in the season. But a lot can happen. So we shall see if they can keep this up and do the things uh, that they do to win football games like that. It would be nice to see them uh, run away with a game once in a while, just uh, (laughs) not have such an up and down, oh, man. But to go into Orchard Park uh, and win that game was no small feat coming back from what the deficit was. I want to switch gears here a little bit and talk about the TV sitcom Friends for the fans of Chandler Bing and talk about Matthew Perry's book, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. Just so you know, I have not read it yet, but uh, from all uh, I have heard Matthew Perry speak On it, uh, it sounds so depressing, but I might uh, uh, read it eventually. Matthew Perry's autobiography is titled Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing and seems to be about his struggle. struggle, English, do I speak it? His struggle with addiction. And he is best known for his role as Miss Chenan Lerbong. For you ultimate Friends fans will know what that (laughs) reference refers to as uh, his role as Chandler Bing in the series Friends, which uh, aired from 1994 to 2004 for 10 seasons. The book uh, by Matthew Perry has hit number one on the New York Times bestseller list. Now the readers of this book may have to take a deep breath and turn on an episode of friends to relax after finishing Matthew Perry's harrowing new memoir in which he bluntly admits that his decades-long addiction to alcohol and drugs will likely kill him. Oh, well, that's uh a little uh, so, some positive thinking there, but yeah, it might <laughs> The actor best known as the wisecracking Chandler Bing from the 90s juggernaut sitcom takes fans to hell with him as he recounts the moments he nearly died and was consuming 55 Vicodin tablets and a quart of vodka just to make it through the day. Well this kind of, I don't know when he had his wave runner accident 55 vicodin tablets just to make it through well how could you make through the day with well, i mean if you honestly had some pain uh, how many of those do you need <laughs> well it's like to put you into oblivion perry who estimates he has spent about nine million dollars trying to get sober also writes that the fervent prayer for fame that he made to God as a teenager turned out to be something he would not wish on his worst enemy. Fervent prayer. Well, he got it answered uh, being on Friends, but uh, and all that lifestyle puts you in its clutches for some really uh, nasty uh, habits. Toward the end of his uh, book, uh, which is out, Perry, 53, writes of his addiction, not only do I have the disease, but I also have it bad. I have it as bad as you can have it. In fact, it's back to the wall time all the time. It's going to kill me. Robert Downey Jr. is talking about his own addictions, one said, It's like I have a gun in my mouth with my finger on the trigger, and I like the taste of the metal. I got it. I understood that. Even on good days when I'm sober and I'm looking forward, it's still with me all the time. There's still a gun. Fortunately, I guess there's not enough opiates in the world to make me high anymore. The actor who seemed to struggle to speak during the filming of the 2021 Friends reunion reveals he has had 14 surgeries. I think they were stomach surgeries mainly. Nearly died several times. On one occasion, his heart stopped beating for five minutes. I don't know. I wonder if he explains what he saw during those five minutes. Uh, technically dead, and now has the bowels of a man in his 90s after being forced to wear a colostomy bag for a year. The star who declined to tell People magazine whether he's sober is now on Suboxone. Uh, Suboxone? a drug that treats opioid withdrawal for the rest of his life. But Perry writes the drug has affected his ability to experience joy, leaving him always a little bummed. And he has said that uh, at the end when they filmed the last episode of Friends, he felt nothing really at the end of it. Uh, Some doctors tell me I'm not technically sober. While I'm still on it, it's very difficult to get all the way off it either way, which is ironic because it's a drug used to get off other drugs, he writes. It's very odd to live in a world where if you died, it would shock people, but surprise, no one. The book starts back in 2019 as Perry finds himself physically battling rehab staff, who think he's lying about being in pain before ER doctors finally discover that opiates have made him so constipated his colon has burst. Oh, I was so full of shiite, it almost killed me, he writes. While in a coma, doctors told his family members he had a 2% chance of survival. It's uh, the idea of having a colostomy bag for life that has kept me off opiates, Perry admits, alongside the fact that the pills simply don't work for me anymore. Even on 1,800 milligrams a day, he can no longer get high. If someone came into my house right now and said, here's 100 milligrams of Oxy, I'd say it's not enough. Some of the saddest moments of the book, are the description of his many failed bids to find love. Perry proposed, while high to a longtime girlfriend at a Swiss rehab in 2020. Hmm. Now, uh, I wonder if he was at, uh... Yeah, what is it called? I can't think, but... Um... I guess if you go to rehab in California... That's where you kind of know you're not gonna <laughs> not gonna get off it totally. But if you come to Minnesota to that rehab facility up north, that's when you know you're a little more serious about cleaning up. It has a similar name to a golf course, but I can't think of it. Although he does not name her, his ex-fiancee is literary manager Molly. Hurwitz. After Perry broke up with Julia Roberts, believing he wasn't uh, good enough for her, she looked shocked. I bought, oh, well, I guess this is the one he proposed to. Uh, I bought her a ring because I was desperate that she would leave me. I didn't want to be this injured and alone during (laughs) covert, 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 he confesses. I was high on 1,800 milligrams of hydrocodone when I asked her to marry me, and she knew it too, and she said yes. Upon arrival home, he is so out of it that he writes, wait, how did I get engaged? Ended in 2021. In the book, He also rattles through a string of doomed romances, including one with Julia Roberts, whom me dumped writing, I can't begin to describe the look of confusion on her face. I was not enough. I could never be enough. I was broken, bent, unlovable. So instead of facing the inevitable agony of losing her, I broke up with this beautiful and brilliant julia roberts later he would watch her win best actress for aaron Brockovich in 2001 while in rehab oh so sad years before they were cast in friends perry asked out his pal oh years before jennifer aniston but she turned him down hmm. he writes that he always harbored a crush on her i wonder if she knew then well he was uh addicted. He always harbored a crush on her. Mm, Fairly early in the making of friends, I realized that I was still crushing uh, badly on Jennifer Aniston. Our hellos and goodbyes became awkward. Awkward. Oh man, I I gotta get some sleep or something. Awkward. And then I'd ask Myself, how long can I look at her? Is three seconds too long? It was actually Anison who came to his trailer to intervene as his addiction spiraled, saying the cast could smell booze on him. Perry had a similar crush at 19 on his Sydney co-star, Valerie Bertinelli. Hmm, Sydney. I don't remember that one. That led to the two making out while her then-husband... Oh, I didn't know this one. Uh, Eddie Van Halen was allegedly passed out drunk a few feet away. Oh, Valerie, Valerie, Valerie. Wow. very you're great for two. Where's my sound effects when I need them? The actor also writes about making out with Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, when, uh, Brad Pitt was passed out during, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding about that one. Uh, inside a broom closet at a party before they both found fame. And then, uh, there is a time he was set up with Cameron Diaz, but she was entirely unenthused. Cameron got almost instantly stoned. It was clear that she wasn't interested in me at all. Oh. Adding injury to insult, he writes, she accidentally punched him in the face. Uh, accidentally. Uh, Perry also shares an account of a lost love that still hurts. An actress he met on a film set in 1999. He notes that she made it clear that my drinking was a problem. Although he does not name the woman, Perry starred alongside Nev Campbell in 1999's Three to Tango*. He chalks up at least some of his problems with women uh, to his difficult relationship with his mother, Suzanne Perry, who is former Canadian Prime Minister's uh, Pierre Trudeau's press aide and is now married to Dateline host. Keith Morrison. Perry also describes how he beat up current Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau when they were kids. (laughs) I'm sure Justin uh, uh, really enjoys uh, hearing about that one when he did. (laughs) Although, um, through this book, although Perry insists that he was Never high while filming Friends, he says he would often be sick or hungover, like the time he passed out on the Central Park uh, couch. And uh, co-star Matt LeBlanc had to nudge him awake to say his line. Mm. Season 9 was the only year he was completely sober, he writes, and the only year he was nominated for an Emmy. Perry points out, You can tell what he was using throughout the Friends seasons. Didn't he uh, mix it up with uh, Yasmeen Bleeth way back when during her Baywatch days? I think I remember reading that somewhere. You can track the trajectory for my addiction if you gauge my weight from season to season, the actor writes. Yeah, I know, during when he proposed to Courtney Cox, Monica Geller, and he had gained a little weight there. When I'm carrying weight, it's alcohol. When I'm skinny, it's pills. When I have a goatee, it's lots of pills. Well, I remember that very early on, the very early episodes. He dropped 10 pounds of alcohol fat between the pilot and the first episode, And writes that his weight fluctuated between 128 and 225 pounds during the run of the show. A jet ski accident on the set of the movie Fools Rush In uh, led to his dependency on pain pills. By the end of season three of Friends, he was spending most of his free time trying to obtain Vicodin. Yeah, I did hear one... Porn star say she would she uh, provided some for him, which he was kind of insulted by that he would uh, automatically assume that a porn star would have a direct link for Vicodin, uh, as many as fifty five pills a day. Sometimes he writes he'd go to open houses just to steal some from medicine cabinets. Uh, <laughs> That is totally, oh, I want to buy this house. You just go to the open house. You just know these people are going to have uh, Vicodin. Uh, Hmm, that's just bizarre. Around March 2001, while filming the movie Serving Sarah with Elizabeth Hurley in 2002, he was on methadone, Xanax, and cocaine. And drinking a full quart of vodka a day. Ooh. He showed up to film one scene, only to realize it had been shot a few days earlier. He shut down the film's production and postponed his friend's scenes so he could go to a Marina del Rey detox center. The movie's producer later billed him $650,000 for The Breach. In rehab, once again, around November 2020, the actor's heart stopped for five minutes after doctors administered a propofol that interacted with the hydrocodone in his system. Paramedics saved Perry's life with CPR, but broke eight ribs in the process. Oh, my God. I bruised my ribs. And I thought uh, one time uh, falling in the shower and hitting the lip of the shower, and that was the most... Besides having um, an exposed nerve when I had one wisdom tooth taken out, dry socket, that was uh, the other time I had the worst pain in my life. Ultimately costing him scenes with Meryl Streep and Don't Look Up. Meanwhile, his front teeth fell out while he was biting into peanut butters. On toast, he had to have them all replaced. There is a reason I'm still here, Perry writes, and figuring out why is the task that has been put in front of me, the actor says, would give up his fame and wealth in a heartbeat. Do not have a brain that wants me dead. He adds, there are so many scars on my stomach that all I need to do is look down to know that I've been through a self-inflicted war. Ugh, my God. Oh, that was an uplifting uh, (laughs) story. 55 pills a day. Cocaine and a quart of vodka. Honestly, I don't know how he even functioned on friends as far as like memorizing lines and stuff. But I hope you stay in the straight and narrow for your sake. And I'd like to thank you for providing uh, years of laughs on uh, friends. But due to my bipolar condition, Uh, Continuing this story has just depressed me (laughs) uh, too much. So I think I'm going to end this episode. And you can check out my Facebook page and my YouTube page under infotainment. And if you're so inclined, you can uh, show a little love and... uh, A little donation would be greatly appreciated through PayPal at randyms12 at gmail.com. And as I usually say, I hope you have a happy day today and a happy ending tonight. Evacuation order acknowledged. Initiating shutdown sequence.